It's oh. probably cooler than a hat, if you ask me. Is it a sweatband? I guess you're getting closer. It's for uh, athletic competitions. Oh. I mean, considering that your name is El Scorcho, I figured you needed one of these. Oh, I love it. Comes Ellis, keeping the dribble alive, going bank. Fink on the roll, able to break contain. Ellis wrapping around. Fink able to strip the first man. Ellis gets around him. Fink looking in zone. Ellis catching and scoring. Welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am the biggest Joe you know. Oh, yeah. You are the biggest Joe I've ever met. Sitting alongside me is El Scorcho. How are you doing today, bud? I'm so excited. We have, like, what, a week? Yeah, less than a week for listening to this. It's coming up this Saturday, the auction draft for the Legacy League, Saturday, August 27th. Still working on a way to stream that live, but uh, I think we need to make it happen. I think someone might watch it from home. Probably not, but hey. We got to give them the chance. We got to give them the chance. You got to create the content and let them decide for themselves. The day after will be the Chopping Block Guillotine auction draft, but that one's going to happen online. So that's going to be fun as well. We'll get a Zoom call going or something, but nothing. And I mean nothing compares to the live auction draft. What's the pick? The pick is in, right? The pick is the 101 is going to be fireball. Let's do it. Just Ooh. like last year. Preseason is rolling on in the NFL. My wide receiver rankings are up, so I guess we can start there, dive right in, go over to thefantasygiant.com. You can see my wide receiver tiered rankings. That's how we started each and every show this preseason, so let's keep it going. El Scorcho, where did I screw up on my wide receiver rankings? You know, I, I like your rankings more than your other ones, but there still needs to be more delineation up toward the top. We've got two, maybe three, far and away, in my opinion, better than the other ones. And that's Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Love the order. It's perfect. But I just think there's delineation between Jamar Chase and Stefan Diggs in your order. I guess that's really where I have the most issue with your rankings are at the bottom of your tiers. Um, so like A.J. Brown down there at the bottom of the second tier. I'm not so sure he's anywhere near Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb. I wouldn't put him there for the sole purpose that it's a running team with a running quarterback who has yet to really throw the ball well. And there's still Devonta Smith there. You know, that that's another mouth defeat. I'm not saying he's not going to get his. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good fantasy wide receiver this year. It's just when we're looking at tiers, that's how you need to look at them. And that's how people listening to this podcast need to classify. First, I got to defend my boy, Stefan Diggs, my keeper in uh, a few different leagues. Oh, well, that's why he's up there. Well, who's your number one quarterback? Josh Allen. And who's his number one target? Stephon Diggs. Who's his number two target? Stephon Diggs. Yeah, exactly. Everyone gets excited about Gabe Davis, who had an amazing game against Kansas City last year in the playoffs. The last time we saw him, he was always open. But Stephon Diggs is his number one. And if we're going to go and bet all this money on Josh Allen to be this year's MVP, the Bills are the Super Bowl favorite, Stephon Diggs has a chance, in my opinion, to be wide receiver number one overall. Oh, agreed. 100%. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 100, what percentage chance would you give him? It would probably be less than 25. Okay. Probably 10 to 15, something in there. All right, so what percentage do you give Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup, he, he's probably more up there in the 35 range. Oh, so not too far off. I thought you were going to say like 50. No, I, I think Justin Jefferson's going to be the number one wide receiver this year. Okay. That and wide receivers, the, the range that could be number ones, it, is, it's larger than it would be with running backs. 
Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, so that that's one of the other reasons my percentages are low because you need to account for, you know, all those guys you have in the second tier that could possibly, you know, work their way into being the number one wide receiver. You know, we've seen crazier things happen. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a person from the third tier became a number one wide receiver. You look at a guys like Pittman or Moore, Michael Thomas, that yeah. could be hyper-targeted by their quarterbacks and really excel. As we said, the rankings are up. The FantasyGiant.com wide receivers is a deep, deep position. That's why I always like to try to get my running backs early and try to hit gold at the end on uh, the wide receivers, just like you hit gold a couple times at wide receiver. You're like the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to finding wide receivers late. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you take those shots late. Um, a, a lot of times there'll be guys on teams that are the second option or the third option, and their counterpart gets talked up all over the place all season. I don't mind taking a shot on those background guys late in the draft. Um, if they don't work out, you, you figure out pretty quick, and you just toss them back and you move on, but there could be an injury. Uh, they could just work themselves into a starting position. So, you know, throw them on your team. See what happens. All right, news around the NFL. The uh, Deshaun Watson saga seems to have come to an end. There was a settlement between Watson and the NFL. He gets 11 games, which is actually 12 weeks because of the bye week. So that means he comes back week 13, and oh, wow, what a surprise. His first opponent, the Houston Texans. Oh, that's shocking. Oh, hey, Baker Mayfield. His first opponent is the Cleveland Browns. Oh, shocking. Oh, hey, Russell Wilson, new quarterback for the Broncos. Your first opponent is the Seattle Seahawks. Broncos country, let's ride. I hope they pick him off in that game. That crowd would go nuts. Injury updates around the league, and this one's going to come. Let's shout him out. Sal Vetri DFS. Here is some updates. We got uh, rookie Kenneth Walker just had hernia surgery. He'll be out a few weeks. Elijah Mitchell's nursing a hamstring. He should be back by week one. Alvin Kamara, we've mentioned a few times on this show, he's not going to be suspended this year. If you're in deeper leagues, Jalen Warren is now the RB2 up there in Pittsburgh, passing Benny Snell. Uh, in Seattle, more injury news. Rashad Penny's dealing with a groin injury. The Giants' Kadarius Tony has been limited in practice for two weeks with a leg injury. This one's kind of scary for your Antonio Gibson truthers like myself. He's been playing on the third team offense. Ooh. And even worse than that, he's getting special teams reps in Ooh. Washington camp. He's just trying to make the team, huh? Yeah, that's not good for somebody who I think I have in my second or third tier up there. Well, I so, know who I'm nominating at the uh, auction draft. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, lay that landmine early. One dollar. Cam Akers suffers a non-serious soft tissue injury. Miles Sanders has missed three straight practices with a hamstring injury. Look out for Kenneth Gainwell. Romeo Dobbs cools off in Packers camps. Drake London hurt himself in preseason game, but he should be good for week one. Melvin Gordon's back at practice full. Chase Claypool comes back to practice after two weeks. Chris Godwin's on the field for seven on sevens. And we got Christian Watson and Robert Tunyon off the pup list. They're going to start playing for the Packers. Mikkel Hardman, unfortunately, though, he injured himself. We know about Zach Wilson hurting himself last week. Demarcus Robinson, somebody who was probably on all of our rosters at some point when he was running around with the Chiefs, he was already cut by the Raiders. Wow. And uh, speaking of those same Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco looks like to be the clear RB2 in Kansas City. Thank goodness I picked him up last week in the uh, Coast to Coast. Yeah, your newest addition to your dynasty team. Absolutely. Hopefully he'll be around for a long time. Uh, then last bit of NFL news, still no Tom Brady. Aww. And... Uh, there's a couple of wild rumors going around that uh, why not discuss. The first one is Tom Brady 
wanted to retire this year. He wanted to be done. Well, then good old Adam Scheffler had to be the one to break the story and had to break it before Tom got the chance to tell everyone. And so Tom's holding a grudge. And he is playing this year just to spite Adam Scheffler's reporting. Man, I hope that's true. That would be amazing. The other rumor, and this one's even wilder, is Tom Brady is away from the team. He can't tell anyone where he is. They're okay with him being gone. And he can't even tell them when he'll be back because he's currently competing on Fox's The Masked Singer. Now, if you think about this, let's go a little bit deeper. Tom Brady just signed that huge deal with Fox to be an analyst right after he's done with football. Okay. So he's already got that deal ready to go. Two former teammates have been on The Masked Singer. Oh. Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown. Tell him I missed the passes. I'm still open. I love it. Terry Bradshaw, Fox analysis, has been on The Masked Singer. Would that be the best story? Just going on The Masked Singer and missing training camp? Only Tom Brady could do that, right? If he's on there, he has to be an avocado, right? An avocado? Right? With his avocado toast? Oh, yeah. Or, or is he a piece of toast? Why does he have to be food? His food's always more fun. Oh, I would see, like, he'd be like a flamingo. Yeah, okay, I could see that. <laughs> All right, now let's jump into everybody's favorite segment of the week. Eh, maybe not, but it's ours. Let's do it. Three. You have a terrible theory. Two. You've seen the studies. You're a terrible reporter. Three. It's not difficult to do your research. You can't even read. One. Did you like it, though? Did you double tap? All right, first tweet of the week comes from Andrew Brandt. It's the annual national media revenue per reports of deals for the major sports leagues. The NFL brings in roughly $10 billion a year from media rights. Uh, the EPL, the soccer, they're bringing in $4.2 billion. NBA, 2.6. MLB, 1.96 billion. Here's the big one, the new one. The Big Ten, with their new deal, will now be bringing in $1.07 billion a year. WWE, they bring in $936 million. The NHL, $625 million. Sorry, hockey fans. And the SEC, Five hundred and eighty-eight million dollars per year, but I believe they have another contract coming up in the next year or two. So expect that number to reach a billion dollars, no problem. Man, how long till the Big Ten surpasses Major League Baseball? Doesn't seem like it's going too far away, especially with the way college football is going. There's a realistic chance that there is two conferences in college football: the Big Ten and the SEC, and it'll be just like the AFC and the NFC and the NFL. It's going to easily pass the MLB if that's the case. All right, tweet number two comes from the Action Network, and this is pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen this. The Green Bay Packers and other teams now have a robot that can mimic throws and routes of opposing quarterbacks or even their own if they want to save their QB's arms. So they know when Justin Jefferson runs the corner route, Kirk Cousin throws the ball at this angle, at this speed, they program it into the machine, and it can mimic the exact trajectory and placement of the throw which Kirk Cousins would have thrown on the film that they've just watched man we needed this when we were kids we got an all-time quarterback here yeah for real how much fun could you have that would be great you just set it for like random receiver or something and you just run out there the whole time yeah exactly and that's like what they're talking about could save Rogers arm say the quarterback sir it's like hey we got to work on you know post corners here you go boom run it and it's gonna be the same throw that 
you're used to catching from Rogers, except it's going to be from a giant robot. Wow. And I was trying to think, is there any other examples of something like this elsewhere in sports? I mean, I know like an automatic pitching machine, but I've never heard of one that mimics real life. You know, I would not be amazed if they had one behind closed doors or or something like that. Um, Because, you know, this, uh, you guys can't see it right now, but basically it looks like a jugs machine with an auto feeder on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's more complicated than that. But, I mean, a a pitching machine really isn't that different uh, for the most part. So it's got to be there. It has to be real. I remember watching uh, that terrible show on ABC, The Putt-Putt Show. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was called. That is bad. Yeah, and they had the automatic chipper robot would come out there, and it's like, do you want Steph Curry to chip for you or this freaking robot? It's like, sorry, Steph, I want the robot. Oh, no. You can't miss. It's a robot. No. All right, and tweet number three comes from Mike Grinnell, whose brother lost his fantasy league and had to take the bus from Boston, where he lived, all the way to Niagara Falls. And so his brother was texting him, Hey, are you in New York City? I got a stopover for an hour and 45 minutes while I transfer buses. You want to meet for a beer? (laughs) (laughs) And so this uh, made me think, how does our punishment of lowest scoring team has to cater the draft compare to some of these other ones that are uh, a little bit more fun, a little bit more embarrassing? Ours hurts your wallet. Some of these hurt your pride. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly it. And that's one of the reasons I actually kind of like ours. Uh, it, it's not super embarrassing. You don't have to go stand out on a corner and, you know, do something stupid. You know, it's not going to take up a, a ton of your time. You know, you got to pay a few extra bucks. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's for the good of everyone else, though. It's not embarrassing for you. I mean, you already came in last place. That's embarrassing enough. Yeah, and I do like it because I don't have to worry about, hey, everybody throw in 10 bucks. Oh, we got more. I need 15 bucks. It's like, nope. We know it's covered. I don't got to worry about it. Uh, this year, Jeff's taking care of it. Even though he's not going to be there, he's still going to be able to help out and pay for it all, and we'll make arrangements to get to the house. But I like it. The one punishment, I don't want to say I'd enjoy, but I would welcome, is that Waffle House punishment. Have you heard oh, that? Oh, that is that 24 is hours evil. in a Waffle House, and every waffle you eat cuts an hour off of your time. Oh, I, I feel like it's more fair to start at 12 hours. I think I could get out of there in 12 hours. Yeah. For sure. When's the last time you ate at a Waffle House? Oh, I wish. It's been a while. Yeah. Probably with Kerr and Corpy on the way to spring break 2005. Let's see if uh, Shafee's around. Decked out in his Braves hat, drinking his Braves baseball bat mug with his future Super Bowl champion Bill's hoodie. Welcome to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. The owner of Sunnyville Sam Squatches, my former roommate, Mark Chafee. How are you doing, bud? How's it going, guys? How's it going? Oh, we're doing great. Not as good as you are, it looks like. It looks no, like you're having a no, night. No, you got maybe us not, beat. Maybe not as good as me. Maybe not. This guy's done golfing uh, my guy's weekend, and uh, I won some free stakes this weekend. Finally won. I was 0-4, now I'm 1-5. So Nice. Nothing like track. free meat. That's right. Good, good I didn't pl- go cheap. I didn't go cheap on the stakes tonight either. So. boy. You have your priorities straight. Oh, yeah. Cheap women, good stakes. You don't turn into Bruce Smith overnight with this gut right here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those Zubas he's wearing, too, man. I'm going to have oh, to make yeah. this a video yeah. podcast just to, to show you off, bud. All right, so thanks for coming on the show. We do got to talk a little bit fantasy football, even though we'd love to hear yeah. more about your golf weekend and some stakes. No, that's good. I'm good. So it's uh, it's the long part of the offseason here in our Dynasty League. We drafted a couple months ago in June, 
you hate drafting. Did it make it easy when you made that trade to get rid of the number two overall pick? Absolutely made it easy. Like I, I was hesitant for like a second on that trade and I pulled the trigger. It was for my second. I think I had the second overall pick and then uh, T Higgins and I got Cooper Cup and uh, Hunter Renfro, I believe. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. He's Sorry. lit, folks. Same team. <laughs> Same team. Yeah. Same shit, different day. Yeah. So I was hesitant at first, but then I was like, yeah, you know what? I need some. I need to upgrade with some players here. I can't be going rookies all the time So, because my team was dog shit. So still kind of is, but whatever. Say you draft poorly and you're always, you think all these guys are busts, but a lot of hype going into this year for Travis Etienne. He missed last year for you, but looking good this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him coming back. Um, I, I liked my pick last year with that. Um, I was very, very pissed off when it, I think, what, he tears ACL or something like that yeah, last year. I believe so. But, yeah, if you would have took Kenneth Walker this year, he probably would have hurt himself. So he's, right. he's a little banged up already. MSU, baby. I'm looking at your team here. One of the toughest positions to fill in this league is running back. But your your running backs are actually looking pretty solid with, with a couple right. of young ones here. When, when I got that trade for Waller and uh, Cup, I forgot who I forgot who even I traded after that with. But oh. It was like maybe a week. Yeah. A week later. Ten days later, you traded away Cup and yeah. Waller, and you got Najee Harris and AJ Brown. I'm not huge on AJ Brown, but um, Najee Harris is probably one of the top. I'd say top five in fantasy dynasty running backs right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I don't know if I'd go as top three, but um, I would. He's your but, guy. Uh, yeah. Come on. Be, be the, all in on him, you're right? right? You're right. You're right. Right. Pittsburgh's not so, far from Buffalo. No. No. Beautiful city. Yeah. Hate the football team, but beautiful city. Hey, the coolest thing about Pittsburgh is all their sports teams are black and yellow. Right. Oh, I wish more yeah, cities would right. do that. I could buy less shit then. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got the red and blue going, Braves and Bills. Yeah. All right. So uh, your team is probably better than you think. It's showing some promise. They're young. Right. What right. kind of odds do you give yourself to make the playoffs? Six teams out of ten, so not not too tough to make the playoffs. How are you feeling? I'm probably about 65 70% maybe this year. Maybe get a couple good weeks. I mean, I'm I'm thin, very thin, I think, at wide receiver. I think I'm a year or two away still maybe of really contending. Maybe hit on a wide receiver next year in the draft. Put a nice trade package together. But remember, no matter how bad your team is, you will always be the first champ. You're right. Exactly right. Can't nope. take that away from me. Never. You can go O for the rest of your lifetime, but you were the first. Yep. Yep. I know I'm going to have my uh, fantasy football championships put on my headstone. So, <laughs> you, you know. Well, there's not many to put on there now. <laughs> oh, hey, easy now. Easy. I, w- I would need two headstones if I wanted to do that. Well, you, you are the biggest Joe. Or the headstone as tall as I am. <laughs> so... Have you heard the news about Antonio Gibson? Um, I heard he's out of shape, and those buttons were screaming that he had on the other night. Yeah, I didn't even believe that was him when I saw that. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so actually he, he was running with the third team in special teams yesterday. That's neat. I did not hear that, but that's neat. Yeah, so just, just something to keep in mind. I see you still got him in a starter spot. I'm not saying he I won't do. be a starter, but you, you never know, man. <laughs> I know. You know, you're at, you're right. I know I did hear that. I didn't hear what you just told me, but I did I did see the picture, and I did see you put a couple pounds on over this offseason. So. Maybe he's going to be a power back this year. Yeah. Maybe be a tight end. He was a wide receiver in college. Oh, there you go. All right, so enough about our dynasty leagues. 
You got any other leagues you're in this year? What's your other fantasy outlook for you? I actually joined with a couple of buddies I play hockey with. This is the first year for dynasty, our dynasty league. So nice. we drafted, you know, everybody. And I think I had like the sixth pick. I think there's 10 teams. And I think I had the sixth pick. Um, I did take Joe Burrow in my first round pick. I was him and Han. I was hoping Herbert would fall to me because I do, I do love Justin Herbert. Are you guys starting two quarterbacks? We do have a super flex. Okay. So I yeah. do have yeah. Derek Carr, I believe, in my super flex position right now. My so, man, number 17, went one overall. So Okay, that's who I was going to ask. Who would yeah. be number one pick? Yeah. But that makes sense. Two quarterbacks, Buffalo. Right. It's got to right. be Josh Allen. Yeah. i got a question for you. Fantasy team names. You got any favorite fantasy team names you've done over the years? Anything funny or <laughs> – Good ones you've done. So I can I can say anything on here. Or? Go for it. I'll put the explicit oh, on this episode. We started a trophy for my other league, and I won it. Uh oh. Probably three years ago, I think. And they're like getting the team names on there, so I changed my team name right before the start of the season to Strictly Anal. <laughs> oh. I had to do it. Like I don't know why. What came to my head? So Strictly Anal's on you know the what? championship trophy. It's on the trophy. And it'll never be taken off. That's probably my favorite name. Um, I'm a big Trailer Park Boys fan. I don't know if you guys have seen any episodes, yeah. but that's where I get my name from in our league. Dane, my one team's Danger Zone because of Top Gun. You know, um, named his son Maverick after Top Gun. Nice. And I just bought a life size cardboard cutout of Tom Cruise <laughs> from the new movie. Um, Please tell me your dog is named Goose. No, I don't have a dog yet, but I don't think I would name it Goose because Goose does die in the movie. Uh, so yeah. Hey, well, I hate to break it to you. Dogs die, too. Whoa, easy. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to keep the M's in the family, so I did name my kid Maverick. The wife didn't even put up a fight with me, which was nice. So Damn. That's, that's surprising. <laughs> and for oh. some reason, I couldn't get my wife to name our son Hogan. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Hogan Ellis. Sounds so good. It does. It's got a great ring. It actually does sound really good. It does, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, We'll settle with Mason. Well, Chafee, I appreciate the time. I hope you uh, played pretty well today. You got more golf this weekend, or was it just today? Oh, I'm done, dude. I got some blisters on my feet, my hands. I'm done for the. I'm done for a couple of weeks. I think. All right. Well, with good luck to you this season. Maybe we'll be able to check in during the regular season to the Sunnyvale Sam Squatch's owner and first ever Coast to Coast champion, Mark Chafee. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, now time to jump in and talk about the Legacy League. Like we said earlier in the show, this Saturday, August 27th, 3 o'clock, is the live auction. And last year's bar was set so high, I hope we can uh, get close enough to touch it. We've had some rough drafts in the past. A couple uh, I'd like to forget about, the uh, Wi-Fi debacle of, what was that, like 2015? Mm, Yes. That was terrible. Little skirmishes amongst teams afterwards. Oklahoma drills in the backyard. Ah, and, that makes it fun. But every year, the draft is always that weekend before Labor Day. It's been that way for over 10 years now, except for the draft of 2020, which I'm, I still regret moving it. Yeah. And I blame Samantha about that one. Men should not have to go to bridal showers, but I digress. The Saturday before Labor Day, it's the, it's the auction draft. It's a holiday. There's a reason... The Coast to Coast League drafts on Father's Day because I try to make it memorable. Oh, it's Father's Day. I'm going to draft tonight. The Legacy League should have that allure that it's a holiday in its own. The Saturday before Labor Day. This year, I do have some goodie bags for everybody. Oh. You kind of got a sneak peek at some of the stuff, so it's going to be... Yeah, yeah. People should really enjoy that. Put a side dish in there. I kind of consider pizza a side. 
Uh, people have asked if they should bring anything. I'll have a fridge full of beer. Like we said, the draft is catered. I got plenty of water, some pop. We're good there. If you do want to bring anything, bring something to do some shots with. Let's have some fun. That could be accomplished. Uh, but you, sir, you have to bring a veggie tray. <laughs> oh, okay. You drafted it a couple weeks ago on the pod. You said it'd be a part of your your perfect draft platter. Well, I'm not asking Jeff to order one, and I'm not getting one. So I, I love me a veggie tray. El Scorcho, you show up with a veggie tray. You got it, ranch included. Oh, that's what you need, the ranch, or don't even bring the veggies. All right, the last couple weeks we've been going through division by division and talking about the keepers. We have three divisions of four that will be drafted after the end of the auction draft by Steve Kudzo and myself. So this week we're going to look at the division that we were a part of last year. Gosh, the mega gold. No, no, it's like the mega red, red, double red. Yeah, scarlet. Yeah, the SEC Big Ten combined. Multiple playoff teams, almost all four. Gosh, poor Greg McClucky got screwed once again. But Man, he is so unlucky. <laughs> it's going to turn around this year. I can feel it. But let's start with the champ. Cha-ching, cha-ching. He's keeping his stack that won him the championship. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Cooper Cup, 30 bucks. Stafford, $5. $35 for the stack. I mean, they won you the championship. You'd bring them back too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cup at 30, that's a no-brainer. Stafford, eh, I could take or leave it. But, you know, you, you got the stack. Five bucks, that's probably what he'd go for this year. Maybe a little less. I, I'd do it. Why not? You think Stafford would go for less than five? It's possible. I would think he'd be like five to 15. To 15? Wow. Yeah, it's Stafford. That, yeah, that's true. He, he is popular here. I, I don't know about him. 15. He's a Super Bowl but... winner. He is kind of banged up, though. But I, I don't think he'd go for more than 10. Yeah, but Cooper Cup, he's probably saving 60 bucks. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Cooper exactly. Cup's close to $100 wide receiver, so that's a great steal for him. Uh, moving over to my team, let's go Buffalo. Steph Diggs, I mentioned him earlier. I got him for 21 and uh, Singletary I got for a dollar. Singletary's a guy, yeah. but I'm excited about Diggs. Diggs is uh, at least 50% savings. I would think he'd be in the 50 to 60 range. I agree. Uh, Singletary I got for a dollar after the draft last year and held on to him all season. Uh, my other options were Deshaun Watson. Kind of glad I threw him back, especially yeah. now. The one I'm kind of kicking myself over is Michael Thomas. I had to drop him in the playoffs. Didn't pick him back up to keep him. That would have been nice to have Diggs and Thomas for 20 bucks a piece, but I'll roll with Singletary. He's worth a dollar sitting on my bench. Yeah, that that would have been the move for sure. Pick Thomas back up. You or got the wrong guy. $1 keepers. It's hard to go wrong on him. You, you just can't. You, sir, kept Debo for $6. That's a hell of a steal. And Josh Allen, who we've mentioned quite a few, you got him for 14 bucks, 20 bucks all in, $2 less than me, and you're probably set up much better than I am. Um, possibly. I mean, we're, we are heavy on Buffalo, but you know, it's, it's the best offense in football. So you, you gotta get a piece of it. They're the Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, I know. I put 10 bucks on them. Oh, wow. (laughs) Debo. I mean, that, that was a no brainer. He blew up last year out of nowhere. Everybody was talking up Ayuk and I said, eh, I'm going to go the other way. Everybody's going to zig. I'm going to zag. So I took Debo, Josh Allen. I didn't really love any of my other keepers and I figured he'd be one of the top quarterbacks this year. I didn't know he'd be number one. Yeah, I, I like my keepers. Good ones. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's close to 50%. I think he'd be in the 20s to 30, right around there. That's usually where like the top quarterbacks go, maybe a little bit higher than that. But Debo, yeah, you're definitely saving 40 bucks easily uh, after what he did last year and that role he's in with that offense. And then finally, we move over to the guy who, yes, uh, pre- pretty he's not the cursed one. That's, oh, the lovable loser. Is that, too, is that too harsh? It's pretty harsh. but uh, It's pretty accurate. <laughs> 
His keepers, well, they're young and dangerous, are the notes I wrote down. He's got Najee Harris, $64, but the huge one, Jamar Chase for 21 Ooh. Two second-year guys. He's got him for a second year. He gets to keep him this year and next year if he wants. Harris, probably pretty close to value. Yeah. He, he might have went for another 10, 15, depending but on who needs. Young like, running backs, stud running backs are tough to find. So it, it was a good hold in my book. Oh, yeah, exactly. And Chase, I mean, he's 30 to $50 oh, savings. Right. He, he's he's going to hold him as long as he can. Yeah, that's Chase would have gone for 75 to 100 this year, so it's a hell of a move for him. And, yeah, he'll keep him this year and next year. You can just probably lock it in right now and uh, move along there. That's, uh, that's kind of been Greg's move. He's done that a few years. He, yeah, some he, young guys hold on to for a little bit. He's had some really good keepers. Like, like I said before, he just he gets unlucky. <laughs> I swear he's not bad at this game. He's not. He's going to come through one year and just roll the league completely. As long as he's due against everybody but me. Yeah, I don't want him in my division this year. No, God, no. No, that's... Uh, don't do that, Steve. <laughs> well, I'm picking you. You're going to be there, and you're going to be I'm probably going to be the last pick. No, forget that. You'll be my first pick. Oh, uh, don't do not do that again. Why? I don't want to be in the best division again. I want to play you twice. Oh, my God. It's more fun to beat you than anybody else in the league. Pick, so why pick would... Corpy. Why? Because it's fun to beat Corpy, too. No, it's not. What Cor- about Dave? Take out the buzzsaw. Oh, the- Dull those teeth. You're just afraid. No, I just want to win, and I want an easy road. <laughs> Well, you should have got third place, and you could have picked your own division. Ugh, I, I fucking Zeke. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys take a look at that cash over cap article if you haven't already. We will go over it before the draft starts. The entry fee could vary from 100 up to 300 if you're going to uh, be going all in and spending that extra money. You'll walk in, you'll give 100 bucks, you'll get $200 in salary. If you decide to exceed the salary cap with the cash over cap, for every $1 in the auction you spend, it's going to cost you two American dollars. So if your salary reaches that $300 limit, $300 you owe. Save some money, spend some money, grow the pot. So really what that means for everyone is if you're a weirdo like me and don't have Venmo, then you need to bring a lot of ones uh, because you're going to have to pay a very odd sum to Joe in cash. And you are the weirdo who probably has a lot of ones. How'd you know that? <laughs> Does Liz listen to the show? Uh, not often enough. Okay, not not preseason. <laughs> she's, no, <laughs> she's a gamer. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving along to the coast to coast league. Uh, like we said, not a lot going on the last couple of weeks. Uh, the draft is months ago. Season isn't starting yet. There's a few moves here and there on the waiver wire. Nothing too crazy. I was able to pick up Pantero. I'm happy about that, but. Uh, Anything you're up to? You working on something? I, I've been trying to throw some trades out there, just gauging uh, temperatures and interest. And it seems like a lot of people in our league really aren't paying attention so far. A lot it's of the early. trades go out there and they just, you know, sit for a few days and then they're canceled. So Very early. Chris Carson did finally get dropped. Mm, well, we talked about he's, he's pretty much retired, so no surprise there. Not a lot to talk about in the Coast to Coast League. We've kind of went through teams' rosters the last few What weeks. about George Pickens? Huh? Is he looking like the steal of the draft now? Isn't that what we talked about last week, except I called him George Pickett? I, I think we need to talk about him again, because it was such a good draft pick. Do you want to just tell us how good your roster is? Sure, sure. So my, my roster starts off... Of, <laughs> if you want to hear how great my roster is, folks, go back to last week's. Rubbing his brown eye. It is excellent. All right, let's move along then to the Chopping Block League, the Guillotine League. The draft is the day after the Legacy League, so probably one week from today if you're listening to it on Sunday. Sunday, August 28th, 7 o'clock. It's on Yahoo, so you can just do it from home, whatever you're doing. We're almost full. Welcome back, Dylan. 
and welcome Jeremy to the league. So now we are up to 16, four spots remain, three have told me I'm in, but we'll see. It's going to fill up no problem. We're going to get to 20 guys. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm actually kind of worried that someone's going to be like, oh, but you told, I told you I'd be in. Get signed up now if you're still waiting or if you're interested, let me know. I did have one hypothetical question. You know, we had a hypothetical last uh, week about sure. kickers versus defense. So I got another one. What if we switched the prize money so that it was paid out based on total points scored, not last survivor? So you would still get more opportunities to score points by not being the last place, but hypothetically speaking, at the end of it, it might you know you might not shake out first, second, third might not be one, two, three. It's most likely interesting. Would end up being one of the top players most likely. Probably. You would assume, yeah, but you right. know third, fourth might switch or fifth sure. place might just have a bad week so they could actually or, or even sixth place exactly. might have just tore it up and had a bad Early week. Early on and then next so sure. I I would assume it would last the last person standing would could be the the number 1 it would be one of the two at least. Um I'm not sure that might ruin the championship week because it could be like hey, you have to outscore me by 32 points to win a little twist on it it gives everybody something to play for and something to kind of watch even if you go out with you know weeks 14 or 13 14 15 well maybe i still have a chance to get some money something to think about and something i might put to a vote if not this year next year for sure yeah i think that'd be fun i i'd vote for it um what what sort of percentage would you do because i mean obviously the person basically winning the tournament has to get some money yeah, I mean, right now they're getting half the prize money as is, so it'd probably be something similar. They'd get between one fifty and two hundred dollars, and then second place would get you know a hundred to one hundred and fifty, whatever, and then third and fourth would get fifty bucks each. And maybe just do it for the uh, third place team, or like take away third and fourth's money and just put that to the total point scored, the top point score after the, yeah. the two winners. It, and the, it very well could be the number one or number two winner, you know. And they could double uh, up, or it might not. Yeah, or I could just give a, a prize for the top scorer. Yep, hundred bucks 100 if you bucks, win. Yeah, and then one, two, three, four are going to go another hundred seventy-five, fifty, fifty. Right. I think that's close. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think mixing it up like that's not crazy. I no, think it makes I, sense. I like it because we 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 always get annoyed. You know, in in our leagues, when you know you're you're that top point getting team, and you're you're having a great season, but you're just not beating people, <laughs> and, and you you get bounced in the first or second round of the playoffs, and it's like, oh well, I had the best team, but you know, apparently I didn't. So yeah, I I kind of like that. I like the idea. All right, uh, moving along to the weekend watch. Not a lot going on this week. Some preseason football going on. Some real college football starts uh, next weekend. There will be football going on during the auction draft. Good thing I got so many damn TVs that we won't miss a thing. Are you excited for the return of of real football? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you watched any more preseason than before? Oh, you you mean fake football? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, I have not. Yeah, I I watched a lot that first weekend, and like last night I turned it on for a minute, and well, first of all, Chicago-Seattle, so why why is that on TV in the first place? But I quickly realized, yeah, Seattle's going to be awful. They're going to be really bad. Yeah, so bad. I am... (laughs) 
I mean, I I might be fading the whole fantasy roster out of Seattle. I know. Poor DK Metcalf, probably the only guy there that is worth anything. And if we're talking straight snake draft, I'm looking fifth round and later. Yeah. Let somebody else take him earlier than that. What do you do with Tyler Lockett? Now that's somebody in those double-digit rounds. Why not take a chance? Right, 10-11. Exactly. You know, Maybe he, even nine. You might even get him later than that. Yeah. People, if you've had Tyler Lockett. You know what he can do. And you're probably not drafting him. Right. Because you get zero. And then you get 27, and then you get two, yep. and then you get 15, and then you get three. And it's at the end of it all, you're so frustrated with yourself that you hate him. Yeah, if you're hitting on him, it's awesome. And if you're not, it's infuriating. And then you end up trading him, and, and he does great on that other team. Because, you know, that, that didn't happen to me. That's just a hypothetical. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. Thanks for Chafee for being our guest Uh, We appreciate you coming on the show. We will see you guys at the Legacy Draft on Saturday. Make sure you get your studying in. Show up hungry, guys. Tell them I missed the passes. I'm still open.